wrestling fans. Yakko Warner here. I gotta tell you something. I am a wrestling fan too. And the only thing I ever listen to in the water tower is Mark It Out! This is Marking Out. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. Marking out. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. We marking out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Am I on? Is this working? I'm working. It's on. We're recording. It's hot. All right, we're high. So then, uh, I guess you heard all that, folks. Welcome to Market Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Uh, this is episode 418. You better not cut that out, Brandon. You can listen to this and all past episodes on marketout.com. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe to iTunes. We truly appreciate that. Uh, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. Uh, social media-wise, facebook.com slash marketout, at marketout on Twitter, youtube.com slash marketout11, what else? Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. There was a 22-hour sale this weekend during Super Bowl. Maybe you caught that. Maybe you got a marking out shirt. We appreciate it. Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Email us, out one at gmail.com. I'm Chris. Follow me on Twitter at ChrisSweenDog. We're here at Dave. Dave's on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Dave, hey. 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 We're here at Brandon, BTTG161. Brandon. Hey, How you doing? I'm doing awesome as always. How are you doing? Great. How was your week, Brandon? It was good-ish. A lot, of, good? a lot of pain. <laughs> a lot of arthritic pain, but... What's up? I have no idea. I don't know. It came out of nowhere. Last week when we were, when we were recording the podcast, it hurt uh, a lot worse, so I'm in better, better shape now, but... Uh, have you been finding relief from using the... The brace? Um, I guess because I'm not like moving it, my wrist as much. Mm-hmm. My doctor asked me today. She goes, "Were you like doing anything different?" And I was like, "No." She goes, "You weren't <laughs> cooking at all." And I was like, "Oh, maybe, maybe uh, that's she's a, why." She's a fan. She's a fan. Yeah. <laughs> she's you to slash market at eleven. No, because I I was cooking burgers the other week and I was like flipping them, like you flip pancakes. So nice. you may have. So yeah, it could have been something like that, but could be it's just some tendonitis that you've been feeling. Yeah, just that repetitive motion. Well, I'm I'm happy that you're feeling a little bit better though. Yeah, man. I went to Grand Lux tonight. A uh, crush happy hour. Yep. What'd you crush? Uh, Asian nachos and a stacked chicken quesadilla. All right. Sweet. Disappointed. I asked for more uh, more peanut sauce for the nachos. Came out cold. I I like when they they normally heat it up for you. No, you should have sent it back. Nah, I'm I'm fine. It was either way. It's the one of the best things. <laughs> I really like the the sauce. No offense, Dave. Not taken. Not taken. <laughs> I can't imagine like waking up one day not being able to eat nuts and stuff. <laughs> I really can't. Yeah, it's got to gobble those nuts down, huh, Brandon? Yeah. You know it stinks, but what can you do? Oh, they have that like fake nut stuff, sun yeah, sun butter. No, that yeah. that's not good. Dave I mean, loves that doing... stuff, right? Uh yeah, I do wow wow butter. Wow it's, butter. Yeah, wow. It's literally wow. not the same. <laughs> wow butter. As someone who recently started eating a lot more peanut butter, I could tell you it's not the same. I don't know. For me it ta- it reminded me exactly of 
of the taste and everything, so I'm fine with it. Maybe yeah, like absolutely. maybe expired peanut butter. Maybe. Eh, still sold. Anything else to report on your week? <laughs> uh not not uh, not really. Alright. I How wanted about to you, Chris? I gotta say before we continue with everyone else, I wanted to get rock and roll hall of fame tickets, ceremony tickets, and you realize uh, that you didn't want to waste your money. No, Good job. I, no, because I really I want to see the zombies again, first of all, because they're like up there as one of my favorite bands, and they're finally getting inducted. And it's like, where else could I go to see all the other bands like perform? Madison Square Garden. No, it's at Barclays Center, unfortunately. But uh, people bought the tickets like scalpers, and re- they're reselling the tickets for way too much money. Which is absurd. Kids being anti shout out, Brandon? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's just like I don't know. I there. It's it's 2019. Ticket sales should be so much different these days. Yeah, unfortunate greed gets involved in uh, all and the robots. And it's robot not even stuff. it's not even that like good of a class where it would be like, oh, we got a quick scalp tickets. It's not like somebody it's, it's like the name. It's the namesake on it. That's the thing. Yeah, people yeah, but no, no, no. There's. There was one year that it was like you could still get tickets like until the day of almost. I forget what class it was, but there were like some classes are not. It's not the same for every class. I don't know. I just want a class that's actually good. Yeah, well, I mean, there's there's good bands in it. Yeah, I mean, you like Def Leppard. Yeah, but there's not like it's, it's uh, Def Leppard, The Cure, Janet Jackson, Stevie Nicks, Radiohead, Roxy Music, who I've never heard of, and the Zombies. Radiohead in the Hall of Fame. Well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, just, I don't understand. But I'm saying, like, if they like, if Radiohead performed and and like The Cure, where else am I going to a concert? Like, I'm not going to just pay money to see The Cure or Radiohead. Yeah, why but would, why would you? Pay, I pay why money, would you... I would pay just money to see The Cure. Really? I, yeah, I would I'm like sitting here. I'm ready to say who's going to pay money to see the cure. Why? Like, I'm not going to. Like, it just doesn't. For me, it doesn't do. Like, if they were with somebody else, perhaps I would. But I only know like three cure songs. Radiohead, I know what? One one song? Karma Police. Two songs then? <laughs> they do Neither. Creep, right? Don't they? Oh, yeah, that's right. They do Creep. Yeah, and it was that vid that video that they had with the weird animation too. That was just garbage. Janet Jackson. I don't know if she'll perform. I don't need her need to see her perform. I don't know any Janet Jackson songs. I'm surprised that you said that. I'm surprised that you wouldn't want to see her perform. I don't know any of her music. I know yeah. Jackson Five. That's that, I mean Jackson Five. She wasn't in that. No, no, she's not Michael. And of course, I know Stevie Nicks. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's cool. And obviously the zombies. Well, there you have it. There it's you have it. Different folks. What about you, Chris? How was your week? Um, so Sunday was our Super Bowl party, which was a lot of fun. We'll talk about yeah, the Super yeah. Bowl. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So many wings. Do we, so many wings. Do we talk about the Super Bowl party now? or? Yeah, let's talk about the Super Bowl party now and how much fun it was. Right, Dave? It was a blast. Yeah, was no, a it was... It was a ton of fun. Uh, I go Sid Vicious was at my house too for it. We all had a blast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all got to hang out. The mac and cheese is delicious. Yeah, Bobby's mac and cheese was great. The wings. Yeah. Rachel won a contest where she got two hundred wings and two growlers of beer. Oh, oh, that's, yeah, that's why how she that thanked them. Okay. What? I said that's why she thanked them. Thank. Oh yeah, that's why because she oh. won the contest. Yeah, it was great. 
And I was, I was giving out chicken wings at the end of the night like goodie bags. Why? Yeah, How I, many I, did you have? Jeez. Well, I got we got two hundred from them, um, and then I made another hundred because I didn't think we were going to be able to pick the wings up because Rachel called them on Saturday twice, no one called back, and I pulled some strings and got uh, got them on the phone again, and they're like, "Your wings are ready. Your wings are ready. Just come and get them." So Rachel had to go get them. Mm. So we had about three hundred wings. Were they good? Oh, they were incredible. Yeah. I still have more I, in my fridge. Yeah, they're definitely very filling. I, I The best thing, in my opinion, was also that uh, the Oreo fluff that Stacy made. I just, I just had a bunch of that right before we came on the show. Oh, that is so good. What so she makes, like, she makes like cookies and cream fluff, pretty much. Yeah. And she has the vanilla wafer cookies, and you dip that into the fluff. It is so good. Yeah, it's pretty great. And, it, it, and, you know, the funny thing, too, is even before the Super Bowl party, I went out to brunch with our good friend, Mr. Fat Pat, and we had breakfast tacos. So the tortilla shell was a pancake, and then it had scrambled eggs in there and that's, sausage. No, that's not a taco. Shut up, Brandon. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, 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 no. The, that's like, oh, I had a breakfast hot dog. Yeah, a breakfast sandwich. Perfect. <laughs> But anyway, okay, so yeah, so yeah, the Super Bowl was fun, and it's just been uh, work, 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 work the rest of the week. What about you, Dave? And your week was good? Uh, yeah, my week was really good. I ended up going to the Rangers game on uh, Saturday. Yeah, your dad went, told me about that. Yeah, I went to, with my dad to the Rangers game. Unfortunately, they lost, but it was pretty cool because it was first Tampa Bay, who's in first place, and a good amount of their team were uh, Aren't former. Are I'm sorry, uh, different division, uh, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of former Rangers are on that team. So it was cool. It was a lot of fun. Um, and then after that, really the Super Bowl party. Have you ever which, gone to a game with your father before? The last time I went to a game with my father was probably 10 years ago at the Coliseum where we saw like, uh, I think it was, or maybe I think it was the Coliseum and we saw Keith Kachuk play like it was back in the day for the Rangers. Maybe it was. Yeah, that's what doesn't make sense to me. Maybe it had to have been MSG. Well, I mean, it could have been against the Islanders. It's not like it's completely far fetched. No, no, it was they versus Coyotes. Oh, then yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, it had but, to have been MSG. But so Dave, it was more, more importantly, first, Dave. Yeah. More important. I'm sorry to cut you up, but more importantly, you went to Madison Square Garden. Oh yeah. That's that's the most important thing to Brandon is that you lived out his weekly fulfillment of going to Madison Square Garden. <laughs> you know, I I love Madison Square Garden. I think that there's no stadium, no arena, no nothing ever compares to Madison Square Garden. And it was pretty cool because my dad apparently it's never been uh, down low. So at the end of the game, I'm like, hey, I didn't even know about it. Hey, I'm, let's I'm go like, get some collector cups. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> hey, let's go let's go down this way down to the uh, down to the ring. So I mean, you were already pretty low. Yeah, we were already pretty low, so we got down there. He's like, this is the closest I've ever been to the ice before. I'm like, that's pretty cool. So it, it was awesome. It was I went awesome. When I was like eight, I think, I went to an Islanders game on Easter Sunday, and my biological father like took me down, and they were like, you know, shooting around before the game, and they, <laughs> uh, the puck went over the uh, guardrail and slammed and broke his toe. What? Jeez. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, how does that even happen? Was he wearing flip flops? No, he was. It's a puck. Yeah, but he was, it's. He's, like, he's wearing like running shoes, and running shoes are pretty thin. 
I'm like, how, how close were you to the... We were right there because, like, back in the day at, at Nassau Coliseum, while they were skating around in the beginning, you can go down to, like, the floor and, like, check it out and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. But, yeah. I, I can't picture breaking a toe like that. That's so, that's so weird. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, what else, <laughs> Dave? What uh, that that's pretty much the gist of it. Uh, just really, I feel like I'm going on running on fumes. I'm sure you are as well. A lot no, of work. I, I've got you beat, man. Yeah, just a lot of work. I know. Uh, yeah, I know. And I've got more work the next uh, couple days. There mm. you go. Hey, it's all about grinding it out for now, right? Yep, and then we die. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> speaking of dying, I went to the. Uh, I had my first physical in like years today. Hey, muscle tough. Rachel has been uh, telling me that I need to uh, get a physical, so I did. Okay. Everything's good. Good. No high cholesterol? I don't know yet. Probably. Uh, uh, work doesn't work like that. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm healthy. She checked, you know, she gave me the... Yeah, I made the sound my, effect. Ab- ab- yeah, abdomens and, and all that stuff. And there you go. Boys are good, and that's all that matters. Let's get the sports entertainment talk. Well... Um, well, oh Literally, God, dude. No. There's only there's only it's this week and next week and that's it. Yeah, no one cares. It, Tom Green's Tom Green should get booted. In it? Tom Green. Yeah, she, Tom Green's gone. I'm, I think isn't he? No, no. Cato no. was gone. Cato's gone. They were the last two of their alliance. Natalie blindsided them, and they have their own other alliance. See, I don't I don't see it like her blindsiding him because he tried to turn on Ricky. I don't he, care. he tried to turn on Ricky Williams, so Eva Marie was like, "No, nah, I'm not having this." And then she they she flipped the script. Wait, so Eva Marie's still in it? Yeah, and she won the power of veto last week, but didn't use it. So, and if she had used it, Tom would have put up Ricky, which the house probably would have voted Ricky Williams out. Instead, Joey Lawrence left. Whoa! Whoa. Well, I, I looked. There was one shot of him just looking at his abs in the mirror. What a loser! I, I didn't see that. But the the new head of households on Thursday. And two celebrities get evicted on Friday, and then. But next... Eva Marie can't get evicted because she. No, she's no, she can. No, power veto's done. The ceremony was over. Oh yeah, that's why she came back. Okay, I watched that much. Yeah, so uh, we'll find out next episode if we record on Thursday. We will find out, I believe, because the finale's on Wednesday. Whether or not. Oh, Eva next Marie... Thursday, I can't. I can't. Next Thursday's Valentine's Day. I'm working. Oh, is it oh no. Oh, it's fine, man. I'm just going to make everybody showing off to the one day of the year that they love each other. So uh, I'm just going to I'm going to take all their money. It's Valentine's Day next weekend. I, I mean, next Thursday. So I guess I should just toss this out there instead of wasting your money on flowers. Chocolate. No, no get chocolate, chocolate is fine. Don't get fine. flowers. You know, what's funny. I watched I listened to an episode of Marking Out like episode no that was on my iPad, and you you were saying the same exact thing. <laughs> Don't get, get flowers. flowers. They're dumb. They get smell a, terrible. Get a bag of uh, oranges. That's yeah, edible. oranges or apples or something like that. That's hilarious. Yep. But yes, that's true. And I still I've said that for so many years now. If you yes, yeah. if you get into an argument with your spouse, just get a bag of oranges. They can't they can't be mad at that. Sounds delicious. Yeah, it makes me hungry. So yeah. talk about sports entertainment on Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Stephanie McMahon opens the show. She goes to introduce Becky Lynch, only to get cut off by the man, Becky Lynch. Awesome. I thought yeah. that was great. She goes, I, I was rudely interrupted. 
<laughs> I, I thought that that was an awesome introduction for Becky too. Plus, the crowd loved it. Uh, ah, yeah. this, this promo though on Steph's behalf kind of made her look stupid. Why? They, because they show off pictures from the Raw Rumble. She goes, "Oh look, there you are getting into the ring," and then she goes, "Oh look, there you are holding your knee because Nia Jax." And the knee that they show Becky Lynch holding is not the damaged knee. Ooh. Hello? Plot. Literally, all you got to do is look at the picture. Ooh, plot uh, flaw. Yeah, so, I mean, it's whatever. Aside from that, uh, she tells Becky Lynch to get checked out by the doctor. And if not, she's going to get suspended until she does see the doctor. Which, it's kind of weird that Becky's being so stubborn about this. But on the other hand, like in like real life hands, I think it's great because it's kind of it's like it's obviously authority versus versus the roster. Yeah, absolutely. Which is how you build a star these days, it's the, I guess. It's the 2016. Uh, I mean, it's the 2019 version of Stone Cold right here. I mean, we had yeah, I mean, we had the same similar things happen with Daniel Bryan. Yeah. So Becky Lynch is like, don't do it. Don't do it then. And Stephanie goes, I have to. Will you see the doctor? No, you're suspended. Becky Lynch attacks Stephanie McMahon. Awesome. Tries to lock her in the disarmor, but can't due to the injury. And then she pounced on Stephanie McMahon and Stephanie kicked her knee out. Yeah, I thought that was kind of low blow. Yeah, like Stephanie knows what's the deal. How are you going to kick her knee? Went right for it. Backstage after that, Becky Lynch ran into Ronda Rousey. And Rousey's like, how dare you? Like, I'm a professional. You're unprofessional. Shout out, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) She goes, you're unprofessional. Like, why would you put our main event in jeopardy? Well, it's a good thing that they're saying that it was going to be, uh, you know, it was going to be the main event. But it also, in the same sense, it doesn't make sense because it's like our main event. You're still champion. You could still have the main event. Or unless you're thinking to yourself, you're not main event worthy without Becky Lynch. I mean, she was ready to not pick Becky Lynch when she was looking for challengers and everything. And then she she pretty much has an ongoing feud with Stephanie McMahon as is because of what happened at WrestleMania a few years ago. And then with her constantly wanted to last year. Last year, her constantly Oh, well, actually, no, pre- you're, I'm sorry to cut you off there, but you were correct a few years ago when she did the segment with The Rock. Yeah, yeah, but she wants to constantly break Stephanie McMahon's arm, and now Stephanie McMahon is going to end up being on her side. Like, it's kind of like Ronda Rousey's gonna, going to be made into the corporate champion. I don't know if I'll see that. I don't know. She could become how The Rock was to Vince McMahon at the time where... Stephanie sets up Ronda Rousey to be with them. Yeah, See, so. it's funny. It's funny because it's like all the McMahons are in charge again. And here you on SmackDown, you have Shane McMahon, who is the tag team champion. I wouldn't mind seeing Stephanie McMahon be some sort of like, like managerial figure for Rousey. Definitely right. mouthpiece. Because, all right, that'd be like, interesting. Because Rousey's promos are terrible. We find that out. Like, I don't think they're terrible. I think uh, you're just putting everything. No, I think you and every other wrestling no. fan are just tell no. me, tell me how it's good. Tell me how it's good. She's terrible. Yeah, Rousey. I'm on the, I'm on the that it stinks side. 
I don't think it's on. I don't think it's on. I don't think they're terrible. She lost the crowd. She couldn't even get back to the promo last week. Okay. She's okay, lost so, out so, there with with, uh, she, with she, Okay, so Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, who's better? Ronda Rousey. I, it's dude. It's no, literally it's the same no, thing. I I I don't know. Charlotte goes up and then goes down and then goes back up again. Ronda <laughs> Rousey just overpronounces everything she says, and I'm going to talk like this. That's a little bit like that guy from The Office. Kevin, yes. Kevin? Oh, That's what Ronda Rousey promos sound like. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think so, but all right. But I like it. green M&M's, Becky. <laughs> uh, oh my god, dude! I'm, not, I'm never gonna be able to watch a, a Ronda Rousey promo without thinking Kevin from The Office. Now there you go. You're welcome. But oh Ronda Rousey, god. Ronda Rousey picked up the victory over Liv Morgan. Not just uh, Liv Morgan. Then after that, she picks up a win over Sarah Logan. Yeah, Sarah Logan put up a good fight, but Liv Morgan not so much. What, she liked... has like the God of War paint on her face. Yeah, it looked like yeah. I liked when uh, Liv Morgan went to do that the uh, the Matrix dodge that she does. Ronda Rousey punched her in the stomach. You like that spot? I, uh, I thought. Are you I, kidding I me? Punch, I thought the punch looked really bad, like just bad. I didn't think it looked bad. I, I thought I liked, it would have. I like. I thought it would have looked better if it was a knee to the gut or something instead of dude. A, a whole uh, thing. It's like she she uses her hands. It's like a a, a brutal punch to the to the gut could hurt. That's true. That's true. But overall, Ronda Rousey came up on top. Uh, they teased a little bit Ruby Riot getting involved, but she ended up not getting in the ring. I mean, yeah. maybe we'll see Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. It's possible. Next up, you had the number one contendership for the Raw Tag Team Championship on the line in a fatal four-way match. The Revival picked up the victory over Heavy Machinery, B-Team, and Lucha House Party. But it's heavy machinery consisting of Otis and Tucker, not Otis, uh, Dosevich and uh, Tucker Knight. It's Otis and Tucker. I, I don't like I'm the bad. name I'm drop. I, I, I get it's hard to spell Dosevic. I'll give them that. No, absolutely. But also too, you have to think about these guys are what, like blue collar workers and stuff like that. You you know, and they have the whole like at the start they had the whole like mechanic gimmick to them. You know, you, you see all those mechanics with the shirts that just have their name on it. That's what Ooh. I think of it. I, 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 the way that I think of it is that it's just – I think that it's fine with uh, being a single, like yeah. just Otis and Tucker. I, I think it fits with their gimmick like Chris was saying. I think that – and since you mentioned it with that entire gimmick of the solo names on the T-shirts, I think that's, that works out too. If they're dropping um, last names, I feel like Tuck is better than Tucker. No, I like Tucker. I like Tucker. I like yeah, Otis I and like, Tuck. I feel like Tucker. No, that sounds better. like some like wet, like West Virginian hillbilly tag team. Otis and Tuck, like, like Jesse and Festus. <laughs> Surprised to see B team involved in this though. It, any any team that was in this match, every other team except for Revival were like built up. Revival, I mean, is the only team that's built up enough to have, to, to win this match. And I don't. After, I didn't like that heavy machinery was included in this. They lost the number one contendership match on SmackDown. They get to go wherever they want to right what now. Is, I like what, that. Yeah, that's what I, for, I. What did somebody say that on commentary where it's like, oh, it's working out great for heavy machinery. They they lose it on SmackDown and then 
come, come to Monday Night Raw and get a, another title match. Yeah, the first two matches. Well, I don't. Yeah, the first two matches on Monday Night on uh, the main roster and both have been title matches. Uh, it's number one contenderships. But uh, it was a good match. Yeah, I liked uh, right before the end of the match, Bo Dallas hit like a, a rolling fisherman pin. That was like a grounded pin on uh, Scott Dawson. I, I don't remember ever seeing a pin like that. I, Bo Dallas might have done it before, but uh, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, uh, what was really cool was after the match, it led into a backstage a backstage segment of the Major Brothers, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins watching the TV, leading to Zack Ryder telling him, hey, I'm going to stick with you until you get that victory. So I think that this could actually build up into a really good storyline. WrestleMania. Ryder brought up how last week they spelled his name wrong. (laughs) They spelled my name wrong. They spelled my name wrong. Z-A-C-H-K. Or Z-A-C-K-H. I can't even do it myself. (laughs) <laughs> What's funny is that, like, even though it was unintentional, I, no, but, I no, no, no. At this point, who knows if that's unintentional? I believe it was unintentional, but I also think that they play—they're playing it into the storyline really well. I think it could have been part of the storyline. I think they, they could have win like, the titles at WrestleMania. That's what's happening. That's folks. yeah. That's what needs to happen. Which, by the way, they announced access where it is. Oh yeah, finally, I completely saw completely um, out of the way. It's, it's like, like a, it's, it's like a, it's at, it's at Pier Twelve in Red Hook, Brooklyn. That's a cool area. We're told not... via WWE to stay out of Red Hook because if we go to Red Hook, we'll become just another victim. <laughs> and why don't it's like I don't 50... think just do it at the uh, what what is that place? Javits. Where was uh, it yeah, the booked. Jacob Javits Center? It could be booked or something. Yeah, it's like a fifty-minute uh, subway ride, forty to fifty from Atlantic Terminal. And I don't think it's a walking thing. I think it's when you go to Google Maps, it says there are private roads and obstructions. I don't know. Jacob Javits Center is really a great place. So I'm surprised that they haven't used it yet. But again, I mean, it's a very large place. Yeah, that's true. And, and up, it, might not, it might not be suitable for a WWE access. I don't know. And maybe maybe they knew that this year's access wasn't going to get as many fans in, so that's why they had Royal Rumble access as well. I guess. Uh, next up, you had Kurt Angle doing in-ring promo. Uh, yeah. Speculation of his retirement was buzzing around all over the place, but that wasn't it because then Kurt Angle comes in. I mean, Baron Corbin comes out. Uh, Drew McIntyre then comes out. Looks like they're going to beat him down. But then Braun Strowman comes out and I thought helps. Ziggler. I thought Ziggler was going to be the one here. Well, I, what I was reading today, it's it said that allegedly, like Seth That's Rollins has yeah. as back injury has like a back injury right now that they're keeping him like off. And it was supposed to be like for Fastlane. It was going to be Kurt and Seth versus Drew and. Baron, but that's why they made the the option to change it to Braun Strowman, which I'm fine with. I have no which issues the, with that. The Braun, the Braun makes sense to me because of that entire Drew McIntyre aspect. I mean, Drew McIntyre, yeah. uh, um, many months well, ago. Well, I mean, in the same sense, also a, Corbin makes sense. Well, uh, yeah, but but the McIntyre, my yeah, Corbin makes sense too. But McIntyre as well because of the he was that he was the first person to really lay out Braun Strowman when he was going crazy when he hit him with that uh, with the Claymore. And then, like you said, with with uh, Corbin, he has his history with Braun. So to me, Braun 
seems like the only fit for this more more than Seth Rollins. Do you think at what point do you think Rollins was having said problems with his back or whatever? Like after he took the F fives from Lesnar or prior to that, as to maybe that's why they didn't even announce officially have Seth Rollins go out there and say I'm choosing you as my opponent. Mm-hmm. No clue. No clue. But next up, you had the Women's Tag Team uh, Title Elimination Chamber Qualifier Match. Bailey and Sasha Banks picked up the victory over Alicia Fox and Nikki Cross. What do you guys think about Alicia Fox and Nikki Cross being a team? Nobody wanted to play with Nikki. Except the only other woman on the roster that's a little bit crazy. Don't cross the Fox. What a slogan for a tag team. You you stayed up all night thinking about that, huh? No, they said it on TV. Uh, <laughs> mark um no wait, guys... i'm not a mark because i don't pay attention to it Brandon. Well, no no you, you should we are all nah, we good. are all marks we all marks um, uh, alicia fox and nikki cross attacked sasha banks and bailey before the match even began i didn't I even just... think we'd see the match yeah but it didn't stop uh bailey and sasha banks from picking up the victory though and well which was also a kind of a, a messed up spot there because alicia fox was on the rope but the ref kept counting. The ref was literally right in front of the referee's face. But uh, I was going to say Alexa Bliss. <laughs> Sasha Banks never got tagged into the match. She seemed like she was too injured, and Bailey went at the whole match herself. I thought that was cool. No? Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Up next, Apollo Crews was being interviewed backstage about Kurt Angle, and it was kind of weird. They were, like, building it up as if Kurt Angle's, like, his biggest inspiration. And uh, and then he got cut off by Drake Maverick and Razar to the point where I thought they were going to have a match. Mm-hmm. But it it didn't. It didn't lead to it. So I'm assuming maybe next week we'll see a match there. Yeah, I could only imagine that within the next week or two we'll, we'll see some breakdown from that. Um, next yeah. up... Uh, I'm I'm liking I'm liking Road Dog and Jeff Jarrett being on Raw. It's just very weird. So because Road Dog comes out, he does his like his shtick, where like when he was when he was not in DX, he would have his own like a solo entrance. Here he's like representing DX still, which makes no sense. Where he goes like. Right now, D-Generation X proudly brings to you one-fifth or whatever, which to me doesn't make sense. And then he introduced yeah. himself as a tag team champion of the world. He's not I, a tag I, team champion. Yeah, I, I think it's just for the entire gimmick of it. But I he, agree. But he I used agree 100%. to. But when he wasn't tag team champion and he wasn't in DX, he'd have his own entrance. Like, he'd have his own different words. He didn't yeah. Yeah, but people say. don't. But people don't remember those other words. They remember the whole, ladies and gentlemen, Degeneration X thing. I think he meant to say something else. I think he meant to say like former, or like five time tag team have. champion or something. I, like that. It could have. But this led out to Jeff Jarrett coming out. Uh, I like that he was in his Attitude Era. I think attire. if he's going to come out like that, he needs to have his Attitude Era music. I, oh, that's great music. I, I, I yeah. like. I last week we had this discussion. I like. I really like both themes. I like his double J attire more than the Attitude Era one, but still, like it, it has attitude to it. No pun intended. Yeah, no. I yeah. There was a huge pun intended there. I swear to God, it wasn't pun intended. 
I, I think that the entire, like, I agree with you. I think last week was cool because it was that golden era double J. Uh, and now this week it was attitude era double J. It, I, I think that if he came out to that double J uh, theme song, that would have been cool. And then even if he had the don't piss me off t-shirt or something like that. They would never, ever, ever let him wear that on TV. Something, why not? Some, don't, uh, yeah, don't I, don't, I, don't, I honestly, I never understood why don't piss me off was like censored. I think WWE in, don't, don't yeah, in, in the uh, on the action figures it was don't tick me off I believe. Oh, that's weird. Just because of piss? Or at one point it was yes. uh, it was a blank T-shirt I, I remember as well. But Ooh. what's really funny to me here, the glasses, the Jeff Jarrett glasses he was wearing. Yeah, they weren't even his. They were Zack Ryder's. <laughs> No. Yeah, yeah. Ryder Ryder posted a picture. He goes, "Oh, these are mine. These are actually mine. Like legit. These are that's mine. that's that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's really fun." But they they went on to sing "With My Baby Tonight" again, and Elias cuts them off. Kind of burned Road Dog. He goes, "Shouldn't you be on SmackDown, tanking your own ratings?" I thought that was funny. <laughs> that was a good Bam Rosen. It was a great promo from Elias. Led into the match, uh, which last week we discussed. Maybe this is going to be a match between the two. It happened on Monday Night Raw. Maybe uh, maybe it'll Road. end at WrestleMania or I some can, sort I, of pay-per-view. Well, I can only imagine that Elias versus Road Dog is on deck. Yeah, it seems so. Uh, but yeah, we had Elias picking up the victory over Jeff Jarrett, uh, where they brawled before the match even started. Road Dog attacked Elias after the match, and uh, Jeff Jarrett smashed the guitar over Elias's back. Which, do you like the fact that we're not getting proper Jeff Jarrett guitar smashes? I, or, I like I yeah, understand I understand the, it, but I, it was just over the back. And did it even break this week? Uh, oh, you mean the, like the, the over the head shot? The yeah, the full skeleton didn't, but it did break. But yeah, yeah, so Jeff Jarrett, I don't recall ever seeing him do uh, an over-the-back one. When Elias started smashing guitars over people, it was over their backs. And I was like, okay, I get it. Maybe they don't want it to look like Jeff Jarrett's guitar smash because that was I, a different person. They don't really want to be associated with Jeff Jarrett right now. I but, don't know. I, I'm I, thinking I think it's because of the headshots. They don't want headshots. That's a hundred percent what you, it is. Yeah, I, I, I think that that's exactly why they – they took it over the back instead now, the headshots. I mean, even if you take a uh, guitar shot to the head, it's still an unnecessary headshot. Right. Um, but I, I feel like I remember Jeff Jarrett hitting a few people over the back with the guitar. Like, I, it, it, like, like it might have like been like, I might have seen, it might have been what, Beetlejuice, maybe? No, I, I like remember him hitting, kicking someone in the stomach and then go, going over the back. I think Beetlejuice was over the back but he, there was no kick it was just from behind well yeah he was attacking him from behind yeah i feel like i have seen that from jared though speaking of but, uh, attack from behind even though this was not an attack but they showed natalia backstage sitting there dana brooke comes in to apologize for what she said last week about how she's better than natty and ember natty's just sitting there not selling it and i'm like i wonder if natalia has headphones in <laughs> and she's literally Dana Brooke is talking her face off, not even selling it, not even acknowledging it. Dana Brooke gets pissed off and goes, I'm going to find a McMahon so we can have a match next week. And then Natty, like Dana leaves and Natty takes the headphones out. What could be in your ears that loud that you don't hear somebody next to you talking, especially with those air buds in your ear? Marking out. Granted. What was that, Chris? 
your voice, Brandon. Oh, yeah. You both I, said the same thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't. I, I don't think anything could be that loud. Could be heavy metal music, but. Yeah, you never know. Mm, interesting. So, so we're going to. I'm assuming we'll see next week Natalia versus Dana Brooke. And Natalia be like, "Oh no, what happened?" Um, they announced that Ric Flair's birthday will be celebrated in three weeks on Monday Night Raw from Atlanta, and I def I don't think this is necessary, but somebody, uh, somebody, some people are speculating this could be a setup for Batista versus Triple H. Why? Uh, Triple, H, think... Triple H isn't clear to wrestle. I don't think that's true. I think it's 100 percent true. I don't. Now, Triple I don't H even said it himself. But again, uh, that's in, the, in the NXT take in the NXT takeover thing. But still, it's like he still has to rehabilitate. He to- completely tore his pectoral muscle. He's or bicep, whatever it is. Regardless, that's one prowrestlingtees.com slash marking out. It it takes time. It's gonna right, but take why like would he, eight months to do that. Why if he was like actually cleared and they were gonna set up this huge angle where Batista's the only person that like Triple H never beat was Batista, why would he go and say, Oh yeah, I'm cleared? Why would he add fire? But also well, too Dave Batista has been adamantly saying, I don't want to come back to WWE as a face ever because I feel like the last time was terrible. So why would he come back and be the baby face against Triple H trying to be a super heel? Well, maybe Triple H could be a face there. I don't know. No, not no, with or, the entire Becky Lynch stuff. Yeah, not with the – yeah. Absolutely. it could be Dean Ambrose for all we know. No, but I think Ric Flair is going to be coming on because it's going to be setting up Becky Lynch – uh, with everything. Oh, Hopefully hell yes, dude. If Becky Lynch could punch Ric Flair in the face. Exactly. It's going to set up. Becky Lynch is going to hit Ric Flair. And unfortunately, that may be the reason that gets Charlotte Flair involved in Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. I really hope that's not the case. Maybe maybe yeah. it'll just be like. Or a fast lane match. Something like that. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah, but it, hopefully I, I, their stuff ends at fast lane and it doesn't yeah, get past that. I, I I, I believe that Ric Flair is going to be involved with Becky Lynch over Ric Flair being involved with Batista and Triple H. I think it's Becky Lynch related. Well, yeah, we we'll shall see in three weeks live from Atlanta, Georgia, Georgia. Yeah. Georgia. Next up, you had Finn Balor pick up the victory over Leo Rush. Uh, if Finn Balor picked up the victory, then he would have a shot at Bobby Lashley, Larry. That was the uh, something the like clause. that. It was supposed to be Bobby Lashley versus uh, versus. Finn Balor, but Lashley's like, no, you're going to face Leo Rush instead. Now, how wasn't this a DQ? Because during Dude. the match, Bobby Lashley pulled Finn Balor out right, from under the rope. Right in front of the referee. It doesn't make sense. Like, he this got is, sent they, they to the last. But... They did this the other time with Brock Lesnar, where Lesnar caught Finn Balor, hit an over-the-head, belly-to-belly, right in front of the referee, and it didn't cause a DQ. Yeah, how? And... This isn't even the first time. I mean, the last time we're going to speak about disqualifications on Monday Night Raw that don't make sense. Yeah. This one made no sense. I don't get it, but I do really enjoy Leo Rush being in action on Monday Night Raw. I enjoy him bam roasting the camera crew and production. Oh, I agree with you. They are so, (laughs) they can't keep up with him. No. Like when he went went for that, that bottom rope springboard and they completely thought he was going outside the ring. Yeah. And I thought this match was really good too. Leo Rush is a hundred percent incredible. Yeah, his, they they had uh, I forget who was in the match at this point. It was uh, Cedric Alexander, uh, uh, Umberto Carrillo, Leo Rush, 
and dope. Akira Tozawa on Two Hundred Five Live. Really good match. It was a really yeah. good match. Really good match. But uh, yeah, so. All right, what's up next there, Brandon boy? Uh, well, Paige came out, and I was excited for a second because I thought maybe she was going to, like, become a manager or some sort of thing. And then she goes, oh, I'll have a movie coming out soon, even though that sounds nothing like Paige. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, well, I was like, why would you think that it wouldn't be in, in regards to the movie? I, it just, I wasn't thinking at first, and then oh, I was like, oh, it's her fighting with forgot. my team. Which is, it's getting really good reviews from what I'm reading. It's really interesting. That I think it's, it's actually... at like I think it's at like eighty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, wow! It, I think it's really cool that they actually have celebrities in the movie. What? Oh, like real actors? You mean? Yeah, yeah like Vince, Vince Vaughn's in it. It's a yeah, rock Vince movie. Vaughn. Of course, people are gonna rock's gonna get some people in there. So is um what uh, Cersei from Game of Thrones? Cersei. Cersei. Uh, I, I don't want. I don't Lena Headley. Yeah, Lena Headley. She was also in Three Hundred. She's uh, she's Soraya. Yeah. And Nick Nick Frost, I believe, is his name. From all those British movies and Stephen Merchant. Yeah. Yeah, it, I think it it has potential. I think it comes oh. out Valentine's Day in uh, New York, and then the end of February everywhere else. Well, talking about potential, next up you had Moment of Bliss with. The guest, EC3. She, Becky, was thirsty for some <laughs> EC3. I'll tell you that much. And, like, the weight and her, like, mannerisms and, like, the like the, oh, the small little things that she did when she was talking to her. She was just like, oh, who's that tall drink of water that just came on my show? And it was perfect. It fit yeah, it awesome. perfectly. But do you guys um, like when that happens? When Because, like, we've seen inside of – not – WWE television storyline, but on Total Divas, we've already seen that she's engaged to Buddy Murphy. Yeah, I think I'm... But there's I'm okay. a whole crowd of people that don't watch Total Divas. Exactly. I'm okay with it because, I mean, there's no other way around it to breaking that kayfabe kind of deal. It, it, I think it's it's totally fine. Um, Has but Nia this Jax to... been on every episode of A Moment of Bliss? Yeah, yes. she cut off every single one, and then uh, Dean Ambrose comes and cuts them all off too. Dude, I was like, when as when Nia Jax came out, I was like, "Yo, please let Dean Ambrose come out and like challenge Nia Jax or something to a match." And then Ambrose came out and challenged the wrong person, but <laughs> um, yeah, but this was I thought that the Nia Jax moment was awful, but Dean Ambrose, I liked, I liked how he was just. He asked uh, EC3 who he was, and then he smacked EC3's mic out of his hand. Yeah. And then, and like, I, I'm sorry, keep going, David. I'll... No, you're good. You're good. And then I like the fact that how he's like, some women are just attracted to my animal magnetism, and then you just hear Renee Young go. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I like. He goes, "Where's EC one and two? Yeah, yeah. you know it's it, you know it's so funny. Like all these reports came out that like Dean Ambrose can't do like all the hokey, doesn't like all the hokey stuff with his character. He's great at the hokey stuff. Do you think that that's exactly why they're putting him into this? Because they're trying. I mean, we all know that usually if someone's about to be released or something, they kind of degrade uh, their stock value a little bit. Do you think that that's why they're having what they did last week with Nia Jax, and now they're having him do that with Nia Jax, and then what followed up with EC3? I mean. It led into a match of EC3 defeating Dean Ambrose in two minutes and 40 seconds. Which I thought uh, was a great first match for EC3. Yeah, I, I agree. Especially a you know, former world champion in Dean Ambrose. 
Yeah, I, I, I think that it's, it's awesome for EC3, but do you think that it's all because Dean Ambrose is on his way out? I don't know. There's like Yes and no. There are internet rumors where that it's like, obviously we won't know this until they either confirm it or nine months go by. <laughs> There's rumors that Renee Young might be pregnant. Oh, and Ambrose is taking off to to have like leave to be daddy. Yeah, again, that's like complete speculation through like the through the grapevines, grapevines, grapevine. Yeah, but interesting. Everyone was like freaking out, like, "Oh my God, Renee Young is standing weird on Monday Night Raw. She's standing <laughs> like a pregnant woman. She's wearing you know what? As she's long wearing as she's wearing a like... giant blazer to hide her stomach, and it's like, I as long as she's know. not like other people that." get pregnant and then miss wrestlemania and big events for it so that works what does that mean didn't maria miss wrestlemania because she got pregnant at the time maria canellis yeah oh i I thought so but yeah but overall i'm happy that she's not pregnant and missing wrestlemania or anything like that because by the time that comes around it's like well even if she is pregnant then she won't be like nine months pregnant yeah, Maurice missed WrestleMania, I think, because of oh that. yeah, no, that yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Up next, we had another dark, dark room mirror yelling promo at with Mojo Rawley. Uh, this time about uh, how being part of a team was a bad thing. Now, never worked honest, out. For it him. got it got him to the main roster. It worked out for him. Yeah, right. Like what? What? Be honest. How many times have you stood before your shower in the mirror and recreated this promo, Brandon? No, not before a shower and not even in regards. No, 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 not even after. (laughs) Not in regards to this promo, but I have cut mirror promos, and I think anyone who's a wrestling fan has cut a mirror promo. Yeah. I mean, have you cut a mirror promo? I don't know. You had to have. Dude, during Hurricane (laughs) Sandy when the lights were off, I was doing flashlight mirror promos. I have video footage <laughs> of me doing flashlight mirror promos. Put this on marking at no, 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 no. Marking at eleven. Even like even you don't even need a mirror to cut a promo. I have all my all my stuff on my computer. I have tons of like promos that I've recorded of myself. Right, I just so it's put some fun. of these on youtube.com slash marking no, at eleven. I don't think so. I put my backyard wrestling footage on Yeah, YouTube but I'm I'm maskless. Oh <laughs> a gimmick on you. Superimpose oh a giant cucumber head. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, but uh, Bob Backlund's face over you. It's like I mean, even when I went, uh, you, like you don't even need a mirror. Like when I was uh, when I went camping with with Corey Price, uh-huh. Ref Corey Price, we literally were just standing there. Not that we were cutting promos. Well, I was staring cutting, into each other. I eyes. was no, no. I was cutting promos while we were hiking in the middle of the woods, which I thought was really cool because you could hear like the echo and like the the creaks and cricks of the the branches and stuff and the ground, the leaves on the floor. But at one point at night, we have like we we had a lantern, we had a speaker that played music, <laughs> and we had darkness. So what else would would, would two wrestling uh, fans do? Like, we play the Wyatt Family theme song and record us walking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised considering that when we were in that hotel, we were playing the theme songs to wrestlers. Yeah, not even, no, no, not not just playing the theme song to wrestlers. Playing the theme to, theme song to wrestlers and doing their their entrance. <laughs> yeah, I, I miss Corey Price, and I miss Kyle Brad. 
But um, yeah, so main event of the evening: Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre picked up the victory over Braun Strowman and Kurt Angle by DQ. Dumb. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Hey, listen, it sets it sets up for another match. Yeah, but the DQ made no sense. The DQ was Braun Strowman gets into the ring, not being tagged in. Baron Corbin says, oh, no, 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 no. If you hit me, if you touch me, you're going to get DQ'd. And the referee's sitting there. Oh, yeah, you'll get DQ'd. Meanwhile, it's like you have it's – it's not even like a tag team move. If, if there was a tag team move, you would have gotten DQ'd. That's what that, that's what that means. A, a pin breakup means you would have been DQ'd. It doesn't make sense. Since when do these rules apply? Like, that's never been a thing. That's not a thing. It, does, it only applies to this one specific match. Like, earlier in the night, uh, Revival hit Shatter Machine. Should that have been a DQ? According to this rule in the main event, it should have been. That that's made no true. sense. It, that, it just, I don't get it. But after the disqualification, they all continued to fight. Corbin and McIntyre controlled it at first, beating up Kurt Angle. Then they brought out the, the steel steps into the ring, and they went to double choke slam Kurt Angle onto them. And Braun Strowman makes a save. He stops it. Choke slam Drew McIntyre. Then he choke slams Baron Corbin. And him and Kurt Angle are just like there, chilling. End of Monday Night Raw. Boom. On to SmackDown, it opens up with Charlotte cutting a promo about her being healthy enough to be at WrestleMania. Becky Lynch comes through the crowd, which I thought was great. Uh, Continued promo from Charlotte, kind of, oh, it's not bad enough that you stole from my father, but now you're taking Roman Reigns' entrance too. (laughs) <laughs> I thought it was, dude, I was cringing so hard during this promo. Do you cringe more hard than that or at the Ronda Rousey promo? Um, this one. Right. 100% this one. But what was great is that Triple H comes out and Charlotte's getting in Becky's lane. Oh, I love Becky. I'm better than Becky, blah, 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 or whatever. And Triple H turns around, this doesn't pertain to you. And like makes her leave. I was like, ah, bam, roasted. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, so maybe it's like, maybe Triple H is shutting down that rumor of, of Flair getting added to the match. Uh, hopefully she doesn't get added. We'll, we'll continue to say that, I'm Three sure. Three weeks. Three weeks she does. <laughs> uh, but he, he spoke with Becky about WrestleMania, and he's like, just just get checked out. All you got to do is get checked out. You, you, you won't be suspended. And uh, he goes to leave the ring, and Becky's like, oh, how's Steph? Kind of egging him on. So he gets back in the ring. She slaps him in the face, which I, I kind of hope Vince McMahon is soon. I hope Vince I, is I in the segment gets, soon he gets, where he gets, uh, like, punched. Kicked in the grapefruits? Not kicked in the grapefruits, but, like, slapped or something. I think that'd be, like, that solidifies. Like, Becky... I'm sure the the number one selling T-shirt on WWE Shop is the man shirt, but she has a new one too. But like, if if you want to even like number one like merch sales is Becky Lynch, perhaps they they have to know what they're doing here. So hopefully, like when all the strings are done being pulled and everything's like finally set up and everything, 
we see literally the last match at WrestleMania 35 be Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey for the title. And I, everything, I, everything in between just makes her like go up to that next level and up to that next level. She starts out with Stephanie McMahon, moves up to Triple H. You could add Ric Flair into that step as well. Add Vince I, McMahon. She's climbing the stairway to like to like immortalness. I really think this is going to end up being a corporate versus Becky Lynch with Ronda being the corporate champion. Um, and I, I'm excited for it. I think that it's, it's, a good t- it's a great time for this to take place, and it's working. And I think that it's going to be a lot of fun at that main event. I think Becky Lynch will deliver with Ronda Rousey. We've seen Ronda Rousey in the ring before, and I think that she surprised every single person watching that match was not expecting how good she really actually she really is. And on that WrestleMania stage, I don't doubt that she's going to actually put on a really great match with Becky Lynch. And, uh, yeah. And Becky Lynch leaves this segment with a smile on her face back up through the crowd. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but you start off the action portion of SmackDown with, uh, the newly formed team of Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev picking up the victory over the gals and Anderson. Anderson hitting that sick uppercut. Really nice yeah. uppercut in this match. Yeah. What well, the weirdest thing was when Nakamura was laid out on the outside of the ring, why did Lana take off her shoe like almost like threatening Nakamura to get up? Cuz it's just just being Lana. I, I mean, I they also let's not forget that they also have that hate feud too. I mean, this yeah, is they a Nakamura did, they, that they this did is a Nakamura that has put uh Lana's um, physical well-being at risk in the past, so I'm not surprised well, that she would Rusev take off her shoe. That, but, but uh, yeah, they <laughs> they teased, they did tease all everything here. Where I forget which one of them tagged themselves in, and yeah. and they were like, "What? Like, what's the deal? Why would you do that? I'm still in the match." But they they left the ring and like worked as a team. Um, Nakamura hits Gallows with the the Kinshasa to knock him down for the pin, and uh, Strowman. Strowman was DQ'd for something similar. Hey, it's different shows. Different, uh, same different... authority. Whatever. All right. Next up, you had uh, some promo stuff. You had Mustafa Ali backstage. You have Paige. No, 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 no. What? No, a, what's no, 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 no. You had a huge <laughs> ouch. You had a huge ouch from Mustafa Ali here. Oh, the eye. Didn't that yeah. happen during the match, though? Yeah, yeah. Did I say no, 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 no? Yeah. Like you always do. That's weird. (laughs) Ali got uh, a sick black eye from this match. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, the match that uh, came up after the uh, Usos promo backstage um, was Mustafa Ali versus Randy Orton with Randy Orton picking up the victory. As Brendan alluded to already, sick black eye. I saw a thing that is a shiner. Him and uh, Dana Bryan are rocking some serious uh, eye candy right now. I feel like it might have been Ali's fault, but I don't know. When Orton went for his stomp, he uh, stomped once, and Ali sold and like kind of like moved forward, and Orton did his second kick and kicked him right in the eye. Did you mm-hmm. hear the reports about how like? AEW wants to throw just money at Randy Orton. But, yeah, but wait, but was it ever confirmed that it was Orton, or was that what people were assuming? It's just what people are assuming, I think. Yeah. 
Because I know even, somebody, so I, tweeted, I forget like who he is, but somebody tweeted out saying, oh, I can't confirm the name, but it's a huge name. Yeah. Which I, think, I, don't, I, I don't think he I would think ever cool. do it. It just, it, to me, it wouldn't make sense for him to do it. He's a company guy. Plus, yeah. he gets a lot of money. Yeah, he's got, what, he's got like six it. kids. There's no way it would make sense for Orton to go to AEW. It's like, oh, we could promise that you'll work, what, once every month? Yeah. But, like, I agree. I, but I, I, Orton hit an RKO here that I don't think we've ever seen hit in that position. No, that looks sick. He ripped Mustafa Ali off the top rope when Ali was going for the 0-5-4 and, like, ripped him straight backwards to the point Orton was able to just land a straight RKO where, like, that was really yeah. cool. I don't think we've ever seen that before. No, I don't think so either. It was a pretty cool counter, though. Samoa Joe comes out afterwards, attacks uh, Mustafa Ali, as well as Randy Orton, left him uh, passed out. And all and cuts out. He cuts a really good promo. Are you talking up Samoa Joe right now? No, it's see. It really sucks because Ow. his promos are really good. They're, He's great. They're really entertaining to me. But when I'm I'm just so bored with him in matches. No, I don't. But, I just I don't know, man. But then no, you're... I I my I said this for a very long time. I can't get behind Samoa Joe matches, but I think it's just. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm in the minority though. Daniel Bryan, did you like that little tease? Him making his way to the ring here, and uh, Samoa Joe kind of like looked like he was going to go after him, but Eric Rowan steps in to like protect, as as sorts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About it, but Daniel Bryan comes out, cuts a promo in the middle of the ring about elimination chamber, about greed, uh, gets. You know, a lot of what chance, all that good stuff. Talks about his new hemp-based title. Yeah, him and uh, him and Eric Rowan, him and Eric Rowan, spoke about how they're uh, they're dangerous because of of them being smart. Yeah, apparently Eric Eric Rowan is like legitimately like a really smart dude. But hearing him cut a promo in the way he was cutting it was like it was like. Not blowing my mind, but like, it was really weird to see that. Yeah, and I was I was kind of hoping because they were in Washington, Daniel Bryan was getting over. I was kind of hoping he would like, kind of cut a promo on Starbucks. I think why? Well, because it's Washington State, and that's where uh, Starbucks was, they, and, and Starbucks oh, is they a were big in Seattle. corporation. Yeah, but it's still like close enough. I uh, I mean, Washington's a big state, but. It, Washington is still where Starbucks was founded. Yeah. So, next up, you had a another tag team match. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> With uh, Mandy and Sonya Deville picking up the victory over the Iconics and the newly formed team of the Fabulous Glow, Carmella. I, I was gonna say I don't like that. Our truth wasn't on SmackDown. Yeah, but I mean, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose might. I mean, as much as I am more than believe that it's going to be Bailey and Sasha Banks winning the Elimination Chamber, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. See, I'm pulling I another hope way. So. I'm as much as like 
I I do want to see Bailey and Sasha win the championships, but I want to see the Iconics win the championships. Yeah, I I am one hundred. Wait, you don't? No, I I mean they would. Have, I said they would have fun with it. I I wish that the Iconics would win this. I think that would be such a great spot for them. Naomi finally gets her hands on Mandy Rose, except she didn't win. Mandy Rose picked up the victory. Yeah. Oh, cool. Up if, next, yeah. backstage, Andrade, Cien Almas, and Zelina Vega were cutting a promo on Rey Mysterio. And Andrade, Cien Almas threatened to end the legend of Mysterio. I'm all about this. I want to see more matches. Let's do you, go. Do you think Iron Man we, match? We spoke about it a few weeks ago. Do you think we could possibly see um, a stable between the three of them once they like get this okay. over with? Would it? Am I too much of a mark for dreaming that we get Almas versus Ray versus Kalisto in a triple threat? Well, yeah. considering Kalisto's not even on the same brand. Okay, then I am that much of a mark. Okay. I'm all for it. <laughs> Look, I'm, I still really want to see Kalisto versus Rey Mysterio, like just like you do. But yeah, I, I don't know I when that, that. I don't know when it's going to happen. If it, you know if what? it'll I, ever happen, but no, it's I, fine. I, I heard Rey Mysterio should definitely go down 205 Live. I don't know about that. But you want Randy Orton to go to NXT? That's a lot different. How yeah, I'm it? totally, I'm totally fine with Rey Mysterio doing 205 Live. I think that it, it would be so much fun. Plus, it's reliving. Uh, the Rey Mysterio of old, you know, that cruiserweight Rey Mysterio. I think it's amazing. But, like, here's the thing. Like, I, when I was watching 205 Live this week, they have so many people on that roster, and every single one of them are talented. And it seems like almost every single time we get a championship match, given Akira Tozawa, who's now facing Buddy Murphy because he won the match uh, for the title, hasn't been in the title picture for quite some time. There are many people who, like, all we see have been in that, like, title t- title shot, title shot, title shot, or number one contendership shot over and over again to the point where I'm starting to think maybe 205 Live needs a secondary title. Or maybe they need a secondary hour. Or something like that. But no, no. I but don't and, think uh, I, if, I, if you add another hour to it, then I still think they would need another title. And I don't think they could do another hour because then it would be. And it's not. It's an hour. I, I don't right, think no, that no. there's... Wait, wait, hold on. What are you saying with, with 205 Live getting another hour then? Because you're trying to cram all these guys. and You don't need a secondary title. What happened to the, the Cruiserweight Tag Team titles that they were supposed to have? I don't know, but that's a secondary title. Yeah, but like that... I, I don't I know. I mean, look, I at, look at NXT. They have, they, they have the NXT Championship. They have the NXT Tag Team Championships. They have the, the uh, North American title. And they have the women's they title. They have the women's and, title. That's and they get titles. and they get and they get an hour a week, and they're able to make do with what they have. Right, but what I'm saying is that but there's it's so a, many. But it's like, but then, but you don't get every single title on every single week. No, like no, but, week no, no. Get... But what I'm saying is that there's so many people in that one division. Like so many people keep going for the title over and over again that it's like, you guys, you could you could maybe introduce another title and have them not fight for the same title all the time. Yeah, I'm fine with what they have. Yeah, I, I don't think that there should be another hour, and I don't. Think I, that no, no, there I didn't. Another, I did not say on. another hour. I know, I know. Hold on, and and I don't think that there should be another championship involved. I think that there should be more exposure 
on the main roster, I mean, like on SmackDown or Raw of 205 Live instead of them being devoted to just 205 Live. I, I think mean, we have should... we have Leo Rush now. We have um, we have Lucha House Party still. Yeah, but I, I just don't. I don't think that we should tamper with it too much. I don't know. I like that on 205 Live. Noam Dar went to Drake Maverick and he goes, yeah, "I'm getting a match with Tony Nese next week." even though he was indefinitely suspended. So that's going to happen. But back to SmackDown. Uh, Jeff Hardy picks up the victory in the main event against Daniel Bryan via disqualification, because that's the thing, the hip thing to do. Uh, Which kind of was just annoying, because I I was really enjoying the match. But then everyone just, like, showed up to do DQ stuff and brawl. And it seemed like they were, like, stretching for time. SmackDown, was, the end of it was, like, kind of weird. It's like, yeah. they, they were, like, it was as if they were, like, waiting to go off air. But then they cut back to backstage with uh, Daniel Bryan yelling, I think, at Caleb Braxton. To the point where it's like, oh, Dasha okay. They were, uh, was it? Oh, yeah, it was, was it Dasha? Yep. Oh, so it was Dasha. And, uh... He's just yelling at her, which was like a really good promo interview thing there. But even after that, it seemed like they were stretching for time. Mm. So. No AJ Styles on SmackDown. Uh, no, he came yeah, out he was in that brawl. Yeah, he was in that brawl. And he oh, was okay. in that backstage segment with Jeff Hardy that we. Yeah, but no, but he wasn't in an actual match, though. Um, yeah. I, I like the brawl at the end, and I think that I'm really excited for this match. It's kind of weird. This entire Elimination Chamber match seems like such a fantasy uh, booking of a match from, like, if five years ago or three years ago you booked this match, people would be, like, so confused by it. But uh, 205 it, Live guy for the WWE Championship? No way, man. It totally works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really has. And Ali has done a fantastic job on the main roster. And I hope he, like, ends up getting pushed somehow, someday. I totally agree with you. I think that, I mean, I of course, we have a soft spot, a soft spot in our, our heart for Tony Nese. But I'm so happy that Mus- uh, Mustafa Ali is in this position. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm assuming we'll see Nice get his turn sometime. He, I, he should be some sort of champion. Is any banned from 205 Live right now? Well, that's the thing. Drake Maverick has now, I guess, reinstated him at Noam Dar's demand. Why? What's the uh, ban? Because Tony Nese attacked uh, Noam Dar in the parking lot last week on 205 Live. Oh. Yeah. So he was indefinitely suspended. Oh, so he shouldn't have done that. No, he should not have. <laughs> should have done that. Just watch. <laughs> <laughs> right, anything else we got to talk Maybe about? Maybe he had eight reasons to do it, though, Dave. Oh. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's about it for SmackDown. And uh, you got any shameless plugs? Shameless plugs. Welcome to Shameless Plugs. Are you thinking about becoming a pro wrestler? Do you want to get trained a little bit? Look no further than Tyler Bateman. That's right. He has 18 years of experience, and he is willing to train you. But you should hit him up with a DM or email him. Uh, go get it at him on Twitter at Tyler Bateman 666, or you could book a session by sending an email to bare knuckle Bateman.com. 
This is going to be a private wrestling training with Tyler Bateman. Uh, well worth it. And I think that we're going to see a lot more of Tyler Bateman in the near future. Also, make sure you go check out a podcast called Chance Blaining uh, the Jackie Chan Podcast. Uh, this is a podcast that all they do is talk about Jackie Chan movies. Um, it's pretty amazing. I've been skimming through it a little bit. And I think that everyone who is anyone should be checking out Chance Blaining the Jackie Chan Podcast. You can go check it out on SoundCloud and all other uh, places where you would listen to stuff like where did, Google. Where did you stumble upon this? Well, this is actually a Dan's, Dan's uh, younger brother, his podcast. Oh. Jordan. Yeah, Jordan does a podcast. I On the train to um, <laughs> the Rangers game, we were catching up and everything. Uh, just so ended up that he was on the train as well. And he went on to saying that he does a podcast purely on Jackie Chan. Um, all they do is, like right now, I'm on their, their uh, SoundCloud. You have a two-hour episode on Rush Hour, uh, an hour and forty. All right, well minutes. that, yep, that's that yeah. Operation could... Operation Condor, Drunken Master. I mean, you have all of these things that you should just go check it out. It's so weird how like like how niche of a topic that is that people just it's choose niche. to how niche of a topic. <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. No, it's it's niche of a topic. Well... Trust me, he was in the band. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> hey Chris, do you have a rant of the week? Sure do. Hit the music. Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. The Super Bowl sucked. I'm just I'm not even gonna say hey it's Chris's match rant of the week, but the Super Bowl was hands down one of the worst Super Bowls. Like usually this is a topic that we would talk about in the beginning of the show because I had a Super Bowl party and just like it was not memorable at all. The things I remember from the Super Bowl, I remember. Uh, Tom Brady's pick, and I think it was the first quarter. Uh, I remember Julius Edelman running the ball, and that was about it. There was nothing fun. There was nothing exciting about it. There was no scoring to it. You guys can chime in if you want to. Can I tell um, you, I didn't realize the Rams were from Los Angeles until maybe two or three days after the Super Bowl. I I will admit that for a very long time I was saying the St. Louis Rams. Well, yeah, I was like I was like it's the the New England Patriots versus St. Louis Rams in the Super yeah. Bowl, and yeah. then and then I went and looked it up after I saw I saw I forget oh I saw follow post saying something like he posted something about how like oh I didn't know the Rams were from Los Angeles or something. And I was like, wait, what? They're from Los Angeles. So yeah, I went two I, years ago? I went and looked it up. I didn't even know they were originally from Los Angeles. Yeah, it's it's weird. I, it's funny um, because I had the mark thought where it's like it's like, oh the the I hate the Patriots just for the fact that I think Tom Brady should be banned for life. He's a I, dirty, I, disgusting cheater. Yeah, if you it made no sense that he was oh, he got caught and then got suspended for what, three games? Yes, I, that's, I not, think... that's not how it should work. You, you get caught cheating in football, deflating balls, having the balls deflated for you. That's that's an automatic life suspension ban gimmick. I, you know what? I was actually rooting for the Patriots. Um, I, yeah. I just you get know? out right now. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, but it's it's funny though because I'm I'm sitting there thinking I was like I hate Tom Brady. I don't like the Patriots just because of that. I don't even care about football. I just care about the fact that I care about integrity, intelligence, 
And I forget the third eye. Sorry, Kurt. <laughs> Integrity, <laughs> um, I intelligence, that, and what? I, I thought that it was an it was an entertaining game. It was a low score, and I think that it was still enjoyable. Like, I mean, I was still watching it with my dad for the most part. Like, I know there was a part where you guys were all hanging out in the living room. And I no, was just, we were watching the game in the living room. Also, yeah, I was sitting at the table uh, with my dad, and I think, uh, like, you were coming in and out of the other room. Wait, and so I, I, want, I want to finish my sentence. Nah, that's fine. It's, 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 it's a really okay. no, no. It's a really marky sentence, though. It's because I'm sitting there thinking, like, I hate Tom Brady, but I also don't like Randy Orton, and I figured <laughs> the St. Louis Rams are from wow. St. Louis. Yeah, and then I was like, and then then. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, yeah, because it was super marky. No, it was super marky. And then, and then it came to light that they're not my, even from St. Louis, and I was like, "Oh wow." My my mind usually goes to that area too. Wait, so, so are you are you gonna watch the new football league that uh, that the Ebersol kid Charlie Ebersol is doing next week? Who is that? Uh, Dick Ebersol's son, the one that did the XFL. Charlie, Charlie Ebersol was the one that put together the XFL documentary that was really good. No, no, I think that I would uh, watch it's XFL, like, but as long as it's just well, fast. XFL is next year. Yeah. This one is it? the Alliance uh, something, Alliance American Football, something. Yeah, but anyway, it was not fun. Halftime was not fun at all. I mean, Maroon 5, can we talk about how terrible Maroon 5 was? I like Maroon 5. Oh God, no! Let's yeah, but talk. did you like the con- the halftime show? Um, because no nobody's liked it. See, so I far. didn't. I mean, like I skimmed through it, and I was like, oh, I like all these songs that they're singing for, like for the most part. But I, there's no heart into it. Uh, what was very weird was that SpongeBob thing. I didn't. I never understood that from the start. Like how the how the internet made that into a meme. Like they were like, oh, SpongeBob has to perform at halftime, or whatever. That made, never made sense to me. And then they like teased it and didn't do it, and people were even more pissed. But well, then, what about the fact that I uh, Levine brought out a guitar yet he didn't play it? Yeah, I, that was what was that? <laughs> his, <laughs> and then his took his a shirt off for some reason. So I didn't even know he was covered in tattoos like that. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, like uh, let me get a number one, a number two, uh, combo number four. Sorry to those of you who wanted to hear me say combo number five. If you even know what that is referenced to, I no uh, no nobody's back, no. back in the day. I think it was Ma, uh, Z100 Mamba. did a uh, parody of Mambo Number no. Five, Combo Number no. Five. I yeah, but uh, no, Adam Levine. There's this band I listen to called Bleeding Through, and there's been memes of Adam Levine and the lead singer Bleeding Through next, like side by side. It's just like it's it's hilarious. I like one so, of those yeah. fake accounts, the fake Vince account thing. Said, "What is Corey Graves doing here?" Something like that. <laughs> that was great. I saw that too. It was awesome. I, um, honestly, I think um, I know there's been like a huge peti- a petition for it. I would be a hundred percent down. Like I would tune into the halftime show to see Weird Al do it. I, I love. There's a meme of James Headfield, and it just goes, "Call me when you're ready for a real Super Bowl." Yeah, I, I can't watch any of that. And anyways, like, I would rather watch Halftime Heat now. So, also, it's kind of dumb, though. It's like people are like, oh, people can't name the this the five members of Maroon 5 or whatever. And it's like, that's that's kind of like most bands, though. Yeah. Not everybody. Like, if you name, like, can you name the Heartbreakers? Can you name the E Street Band? Could you name the everyone in the Rolling Stones? 
Exactly. Keith Richards, Mick Jagger, and then the two other guys. You know, there's another. <laughs> did you know there was another Mick in the? Mick Thompson. Rolling Stones. Is it Mick Thompson? No, that's Harley Crew. I want to say it's Mick Jones. I don't know. Mick Moore. I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, Super Bowl's terrible. Um, baseball's that's because it's football. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm I'm sticking to it from what I said two weeks ago or last week. The only way I want to be excited by watching football is if you add a third end zone and triple threat that damn thing. <laughs> Um, yeah, I gotta agree. I, I'm not a big football fan and I cannot wait for baseball season. I can't wait for fantasy baseball. I can't, I wait, can't for wait for fantasy baseball. The Mets, <laughs> the, the, the Mets are going to take world series again. I can't, I, I can't no, wait for that. Get, that was, that was trending. That was trending during the Super Bowl. I noticed that. No, the Mets. Why? The, somebody tweeted out saying, um, Oh, the city field was shown with no fans in the oh, in the, the crowd during the Avengers trailer. It must have taken place in October. <laughs> yeah, that's <was> funny. <laughs> that's when Endgame takes place. So accurate. It's funny. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, my rant. It was a collective rant this week. So Brandon, who are you shouting out? Hello there. This is Randy Newman, and I'm telling you that you got some shoutouts from Brandon. First shout out is going to New York Pizza. We've uh, we've discussed this before on the show. I've given it a shout out before. It's the best pizza. Um, just try it. I Chicago pizza doesn't make pizza. I've been craving pizza for a, a long time now. I was gonna order it for Takeover, didn't. Was gonna order it for the Royal Rumble, didn't. Was gonna royal uh, order it for the Super Bowl. There you go. Or for halftime heat, I should say, and then didn't. But, yeah, so I- I'm sure I'll eat pizza soon. But New York pizza, best pizza in the world. Uh, next shout-out is going to Becky Lynch's WrestleMania t-shirt on WWE Shop. I don't know if you've seen that one yet, Chris. Nope, I'm going to go look at it right now while you talk about this for five minutes. It's her logo combined with the WrestleMania 35 logo. So and, kind of like uh, that Kevin Steen shirt. No, it's not. Well, it's oh, no, wow. it's not because it's not like a parody of it. But even though it's like kind of a parody of it, but not really. If if I was going to WrestleMania this year, I would one hundred percent buy that T shirt. It's a, it's a oh, cool it's cool. Yeah, Jack Belair has a shirt now too. But doesn't it? It's it's a weird T shirt. Yeah. Uh, but last shout out is going to the new season of Conan. Uh, I think the the show was great in an hour spot, but they've condensed it to a half hour. He no longer does like the whole big like desk interview. He's like they sit out in like chairs, just have like a, a conversation almost. Um, and I think it's a lot more bingeable, which I really, I think in this day and age, I think it's really good to have a bingeable show. Okay. And uh, the new Conan form format is definitely bingeable. I'm, st- I'm still I... binging the uh, most recent season of uh, Fuller House. Oh, that uh, that got announced for one more season and it's done. I know. Like, how are you not going to have the Olsen twins? You gotta, you gotta have the Olsen twins on. Like, you gotta have them on. Yeah, maybe we'll have one. You gotta have them on. But yeah, uh, those are my shout-outs. Now it's time for ah. Yeah, moment of the week. 
is right. Our marked out moment of the week. Um, I just want to mention two before we talk about the main one. Okay. Uh, one comes from Worlds Collide, which was the tournament. I could not, for the life of me, follow that tournament. Because they aired, like, I think some of it during the day at, like, noonish, And then aired the rest of it at, at 8 p.m. on the network. Yeah. But, like... I think they aired a Battle Royal at 8 p.m. as well, but the Battle Royal happened actually before the stuff that they aired earlier. Yeah. Which yeah, makes just... no sense because in, in they had a match. Um, Tony Nese faced Velveteen Dream on the live yeah. stream, and there was one point where Velveteen Dream did the Cactus Clothesline spot, but instead he held on. He skinned the cat like HBK does, which I popped, yeah. and I was like, yo, that would make like a, a really good Royal Rumble spot. And then I'm watching the Battle Royal. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Was I watching the Battle Royal earlier where he did this spot? Or was I watching a singles match? And I went back to the singles match. And it was a singles match. And then I went back just to double check that I, it was during a Battle Royal. And they, I, they did the same spot in the Battle Royal and the and the singles match. So I don't know which came first. But both were really cool. And I would 100% be down to see that as like an elimination slash save uh, in the Royal Rumble, I thought it was really cool. Uh, next up, we spoke about it earlier. I did mostly uh, 205 Live with that match uh, with Akira Tozawa, uh, Umberto Carrillo, Cedric Alexander, and who else? Leo Rush. Yeah, Leo Rush. Sorry, but Cedric Alexander hit a, like one of the best Michinoku drivers I've ever seen on Akira Tozawa, and, like, I can't stop watching it. It was so perfectly done. Like, it, yeah. was, like it was one of the best wrestling moves I've ever seen. Wow. I, I agree. I, I really did like this match. I thought it was great. But not even, the, not even the, not the match, though. Not I mean, the match was a great match, but that one specific Michinoku driver, I've never seen yeah. anybody do a Michinoku driver that way. He, he landed it really well. Like, he, like, scooped him up in the air and, like, let him go almost and just, it was, it's like. Uh, he controlled him. He, he controlled him without controlling him pretty much. Yeah. And it's like, don't sleep on 205 Live. It was such a good match. And that was such a, again, I'll say it again, literally one of the best moves I've ever seen in pro wrestling. Yeah. Ever. But oh. now, uh, collectively. Halftime uh, Heat, brother. Yeah, Mark Halftime Heat huge. came back after 20 years or so. So happy. And it 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 lived up to the hype. Last week, Honestly, I was like, it has to have an empty arena, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I'm glad it didn't. <laughs> the, the crowd was they filled got, of they some the fans. Crowd. They had their family. They had their friends. They had the, Center. They had their, uh, the, the pro wrestlers themselves in the crowd. And yeah, I like it was at the saw Performance Center. Lorcan, he was just like... Getting all hype, he's in his Patriots jersey, just getting all hype. They did like a tight shot of him, but it was great. It was a spot fest, is what it essentially was. Yeah, we and had I we had the, the, for I think for the first halftime heat in a long time. I think that I mean the, fest, it's, the, it's the second one. The only there was well, only other. Yeah, but I think that a spot fest is a perfect way to introduce again, and it just goes to prove NXT is better than a lot of things out there. Let's let's. I think we could all face it. Spot fest. We are. Fan- I think most people are fans of Spotfest. Depending that's what on I- what it is, though. Well, I think I think a smart Spotfest, and I think that what they're doing, like halftime heat, I thought that was great. 
I like how all the heels did the like the super kick gimmick. Although yep. I'm I'm not positive maybe uh Champa hit a knee. I don't know if they did the DIY finisher or not, now that I go back and think about it. I'm not too familiar with it either. Where, but I thought know, it was where a lot Gargano of fun. Does and the ha- super kick and Champa hits the knee. And the cool thing like because I had a Super Bowl party, we had people that don't watch wrestling, that don't like wrestling that were sitting there watching like this stat was pretty cool like Good. my friend chris I'm glad. my friend chris hates wrestling he's like you know he took his son back to the msg house show and he looked we finished match he goes yep that was pretty cool and then yeah i so it was fun think... and you know and dave, and dave was sitting there telling explaining stuff to his dad and you know i was sitting there and everybody all the women were watching uh adam Lawrence, take his shirt off. The the one spot that? I, I, where they all I, did just, their their rope taunts, I thought yeah. was cool. Their their springboard I, taunts. Add, I really like the uh, moonsault to super kick spot again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They redid that spot, and I thought that that was a really awesome spot. I think but he I also, landed it really good as well here. Yeah, I like the fact that they. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I want to say. Every single time we see Velveteen Dream take over and special events such as this one, his gear completely knocks it out of the park. He came out in his own custom Nike football jersey. He came out wearing the football pant gimmicks, looking like he's part of the Patriots. Yeah, boo. On that. Sorry. Yeah, and Julius Edelman also. Julius Edelman got suspended for four games this year for cheating. Yes, that's the picture he? of the week. What? He got suspended for cheating? Yeah, he was using performance-enhancing drugs. How, really? How are they letting these people be in the Super Bowl? Because. NFL. It's, yeah, it's, it's he, the NFL. We're not going to accept he, that at the did, XFL He did have, have a great game, though, Edelman. Yeah, because yeah, he was because probably they didn't doing star points. Yeah. He had a great uh, also, game. Also, people, um, all I see is on the internet, is Gronk going to WWE? Maybe, but I'm just going to add also, uh, I thought that everything with this match was done really well. Uh, HBK on commentary, I didn't get to hear Dude, so much. Was HBK, he all right? HBK sounded like a pre-recorded soundboard. <laughs> like, it was really <laughs> strange. Like Dave's soundboard? No, it was more like the, no, no, it was, it literally sounded like a WWE video game. Mm-hmm. Like he was just like, oh God, oh my, <laughs> oof. Do you think that the end of the at the end of the match? Do you think that Ricochet was supposed to go for his finisher? Because he ended up going, he only ended up hitting a four fifty. I have a feeling that he was supposed to go for the six six thirty, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought I think that he was gonna go for the six thirty, but because of the positioning, and also he was yeah. And time wise, he had to go for the four fifty really quick. Yeah, just I mean, right. that reminded me of I think it was in the Royal Rumble where Dolph Ziggler tried to hit. Uh, Braun Strowman with his finisher and he yells turn and Strowman didn't it so he didn't really hit the zigzag properly yeah which also now sparks a memory of the Royal Rumble again which I definitely don't think we mentioned Baron Corbin when he came out during the Royal Rumble came out wearing his dress shirt and then took off his dress shirt to reveal another dress shirt I meant to say that as a mark out moment of the week and I don't think I ever did I thought that was brilliant the end yeah <laughs> yeah, and that's our podcast for this week, folks. Thank, thank you, thank you again. Sorry to cut you off. Thank you for halftime heat. Please yeah. do it again next year, please. All right, set us home, Brandon. 
Thank you so much for checking out episode 418 this week. Check us out, prowrestlingtees.com slash marking out if you care to buy a t-shirt or three or six. Uh, check us out on Facebook, <laughs> facebook.com slash marking out. Follow us on Twitter at marking out, at Dave the Rave underscore M-O, at BTTG161, at Chris Sweendog, at marking out. I think I already said that one. Check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash marking out 11 iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and of course, MarkingOut.com. Is there anything else? We no. wish you the the the, the, the best, best of your future endeavors. Sexy. I've got the looks. How? That drive the girls wild.